Hey everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Project Do-It-Yourself Podcast. I'm Avi. This episode is sponsored by Project Do-It-Yourself. Check us out on Instagram at Project Do-It-Yourself. Today, I'm here with Arden, who worked on rebuilding a camper van. Yeah, hey guys, um, my name is Arden. I currently live in Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm a student um, studying to be a physician assistant. And at the beginning of quarantine and 20 before quarantine, I bought a van. But during quarantine, I built it out and made it into a camper. That's pretty exciting. It was a big project and it was a really fun way to spend some of quarantine. And then I finished out most of 2020 living in the van. That's impressive. So it's really a livable space. It is, yeah, depending on what your standards are. (laughs) Yeah. So how did you decide to do this project? What inspired you? It had always, not always, but it had been a dream of mine for a long time to build out a van. I really love the outdoors, being as close to nature as possible, and spent a lot of time camping and living out of various cars. My partner and I used to move around the country, living out of his Jeep for extended periods of time, living out of his Subaru. And we're always striving to create like a more comfy situation just so that we could be not worry about all of the logistics of being outdoors and just really focus on the simplicity of living that lifestyle. So I was saving up because I knew I needed my own car for when I started grad school. And so I figured might as well buy a van because it was something that I've been wanting for so long. So what was the criteria for this van? I really had no criteria um, specifically. It just needed to be bigger than your average day-to-day commuter car. So I was looking at all kinds of vans. I ultimately went with a Sprinter. It's a 2003 Dodge Sprinter. Sprinters come in multiple sizes. They have really long ones, really tall ones. Mine is the smallest of the Sprinters, but I'm 5'4", and the ceiling is 5'4". So it's perfect height for me. Everyone else has to duck. Okay, so walk me through this process. So you have the van. Now what do you do with it? So bought the van, my dad and I went together down to Florida, bought it, drove it back up. And I had been looking at different layouts for a while. So I knew what I wanted. I really wanted to have two double benches so that I could have people hang out in the van, but also have a really cozy sleeping situation. So once I had the van, I needed to just get it ready for the build. It had a lot of mold in it. So there was a very long scrubbing phase. Um, my arms got really tired from that. It was like a week of scrubbing at really weird angles. too. And then once it was all clean inside, I knew, okay, I'm probably never going to see it. It's so bare boned again. So I needed to get it as clean as possible. And then I just started the build. So you said you looked at some designs. You have the, these two benches, but how do you decide the place? But your van is specific. Are the designs already made for your van? Or are you figuring out what you want to do with the constraints of your van space? Somewhere I have about a hundred pieces of paper where I drew a million different designs, a bunch of measurements. I was getting inspiration from various vans that I had seen. One of our good friends, when we were living out in California, he had a van, is also a sprinter actually. He has a different layout, but I definitely was asking him a ton of questions throughout the whole process. So I'd seen a lot of people with vans in person. I'd seen a lot on Instagram. Obviously, I think everyone has seen the van life on Instagram. Once I started thinking about it more, Google picked up on it. And so all of my ads on all of my devices were about vans. So I felt like I was seeing a bunch of different things and just picturing what would work best for me. So I just had to measure a ton and I taped it out on the floor of the van to see how it would feel. 
And yeah, that was pretty much how I came up with the layout. So you have the layout of things. Where did you buy all the supplies to build it? I went to Lowe's almost every day. <laughs> A lot of Lowe's trips. Some of the parts came from my dad's sailboat. He helped me with the whole build. I owe him forever for how much help he gave me. So we used a lot of marine theory for building it. He had taken like a short electrical class for sailboats. And so we used sailboat wiring theory to wire up the van. I have a nautical battery in the van also. So the ideas of how to actually carry things out were mostly inspired by boat and all the materials was coming from Lowe's or anything I could do to recycle materials. I was definitely trying to do it on a budget and keep it within my budget. So as many things that could be reused from previous uses, I was doing that. What tools did you need and what did you have to buy? So I was lucky that my dad has a ton of tools already um, and a pretty big workspace. So we used all of his tools. I don't think I really had to buy any new ones. We did borrow a couple from one of my friends too, who has his own company. So we mostly used circle saws, jigsaws, and drills. I found that almost every job that we needed to do could be done with one of those three tools. There were a couple of things that we needed more specialized tools for. And one of my friends back in Charleston has his own company. So he let me borrow a couple tools for that. But for instance, we needed to cut a hole in the ceiling of the van, which was a very intimidating endeavor because the van would oh, now yeah. have a hole in the roof. But the jigsaw did great for that just had a blade that could cut through metal. And it was really liberating to feel like I had it under control to be cutting a giant hole into the top of my new van. What's the hole for? That is for my ceiling fan. It's like a two-way fan. It can suck air in, blow air out, give us some breeze. I'm looking forward to seeing a video <laughs> tour of this van. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It sounds like your dad is pretty handy. Did you do DIY projects with him growing up or or somewhere else. How did you get into DIY? Yeah, we grew up, I was definitely like a daddy's girl. We were, I was pretty attached to him. So he's very handy and he actually is like a part-time adventure also. So he's always doing projects, did a lot of work on boats and stuff. So I was always helping him out. So I had exposure to power tools and DIY projects. My mom is also really crafty and creative. So it was always something that was encouraged for us to make things ourselves. And just, if you have something that you want to have or some like a goal that you have to figure out how you could do it yourself. So it never felt too intimidating. We just really took it one step at a time. And luckily there's a lot of resources online as well to help you out if you get in a bind on not knowing how to do a specific project. Yeah, that's true. We are very lucky these days with the number of things that we can find that make it very easy. Yeah. Is there something you learned doing this project that you applied to anything else in the past year and like any other house renovations or something else? I would that you... say, yeah, using tools so much. I So I built the van on a really short timeline and I had a time crunch that I put on the project. So we were moving pretty fast. And at times it was really frustrating. Inevitably, there's going to be a mistake that happens or you're going to have to redo something. And if you're in a rush, then it feels like there's no time for that. But I think that it was really empowering to obtain all of these skills and be able to just take a empty van and create a little home inside of it. So now I really feel like there's not, I don't know how good it would look, but I don't feel like there's anything that I couldn't build or at least try to build or try to fix. So I've built a dog gate. I live in a house now. Um, okay. <laughs> I built like a little dog gate 
you know, to keep the puppy in the living room. I built a ladder shelf just for fun. So I really, I think that I found a love for carpentry and I hope someday to be an apprentice to somebody who really knows what they're doing. But I think it was really empowering just in general, like when something goes wrong with the van, my instinct is to figure out how I can fix it myself instead of just going to find someone else. I think it helped me develop some independence and confidence in my own abilities to fix things. What are some things you fixed in the van? Oh gosh, there is always something wrong with the van. Um, Today (laughs) when I was driving to school, it just turned off on the highway. (laughs) So there's always something to be fixed. Most recently, I have had the chance to do a couple projects on the van. I put in some wallpaper, which kind of livened up the aesthetic of it, made it cozy. I also installed a ladder and some roof racks and an awning. Those are birthday gifts from my parents and my partner. So those are like additions that I've done. And then in terms of fixing things, I wouldn't say I'm that successful (laughs) when I try to fix things. I usually have to find someone to help me pick up the pieces of what I did. I tried to change my own oil and that did not go great. I've been tinkering around with my headlights a lot lately, trying to fix them myself. I was in the fuse box the other day, trying to get my my blinkers stopped working. So (laughs) I'm not necessarily good at car stuff, but I enjoy at least trying and then asking someone for help. It really sounds like you have a lot of ownership of this van now that you saw the bare bones of it and rebuilt it to what you would like. Yeah, I would definitely say that blood, sweat and tears, all three equally probably went into this project. (laughs) Uh, Okay, any lessons learned for next time? Would you do something differently if you were to do this with a different van? Definitely. There's a bunch of little things in terms of in the van when you're moving around, especially if you're on like dirt roads and going to all those places that like the whole point of having the van is to be able to get to these kind of like more backcountry, out of the way places where you're not going to be like by a grocery store. That involves going on roads where everything's going to be jostling around a ton. So I think just making sure that everything is okay to fall or get smashed around. So one thing is that I've not secured my furniture like attached it to the van. And that's something I plan on doing soon, but my floor is coming up. I want to fix the floor before I nail everything down. But I guess that being said, there's a bunch of little things. And when I go on like Pinterest or Instagram, I'm constantly seeing all these vans that are professionally built and they look so beautiful. And it's so hard not to compare mine to it or to just think, oh, I should just redo it. And one, I really don't have the time right now because I am in school full time. But two, I put so much hard work into it. And it was the first time I ever did something like this. So I think ultimately the thing that I learned and the advice that I give to other people if they mention wanting to do a van is giving yourself the grace and the patience to make mistakes, being okay with it not coming out like it would come straight off of Instagram or Pinterest, and then also not rushing the build. I would say that was probably made it a little stressful giving myself this timeline because I had a job out in Utah that I was trying to get out there in time for. So I would say ultimately, give yourself plenty of time to do the build. And that way it can be really fun and you can have friends over to help you with different projects. But if you're rushing it, it's just going to be a little bit more stressful day to day. Sounds like great advice. I think every DIY project turns into taking more time than you anticipated. Definitely. There's always something that's going to go wrong with it. Awesome. Thank you so much for talking to me today about this. I am looking forward to uh, sharing the pictures of your van on Instagram. So everyone look forward to seeing those when this episode comes out. Thank you so much for having me. This is so great to talk about it. 
Good luck to all your listeners for their future DIY projects. If you're interested in seeing pictures from Arden's Camper Rebuild, check them out on Instagram at Project Do It Yourself. The theme music was written by Arlen Strassman. Know someone who would be a good fit for this podcast? Send me an email at podcast at projectdoityourself.com or connect with me on Instagram. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next week.